Welcome to episode 19 of Colin Talk, featuring an interview with Emily Price, a 7th grade humanities teacher at Conestoga Middle School. And she's here to give us an insight on teaching and her story of becoming a teacher. So, please welcome Emily Price. Thank you, Colin. So, can you tell our audience a little about yourself, when you realized you wanted to become a teacher, and what got you interested in psychology? Uh, I would say that there was like never a time in my life that I thought about ever doing anything else. I felt, it sounds kind of cheesy, like called to be a teacher. Uh, I always pursued, when I was in high school, volunteer opportunities working with other students and younger kids, and it just feels like what I'm kind of meant to be doing, uh, as far as the psychology goes. When I was in college, uh, it was just an opportunity that presented itself to take you know, some entry-level classes and some different things, and I tried just Psychology 100, which is basically an overview of all the different fields or disciplines within psychology, and it was by far my most interesting class. I like learning about people and what makes them tick, and it fit really well with some of the other courses that I wanted to take anyway. So. And what were some of the biggest challenges you faced when starting your career? The year I finished graduate school was a really tough year budget-wise um, in education in Oregon. There were a lot of cuts and there really were limited positions to be had uh, in general. So coming out of grad school, super, I went straight through college, straight to grad school. I was really young and pretty obviously inexperienced. I ha had just a tough hiring situation to deal with. I was really fortunate that a position opened up at the high school I had gone to and a lot of people kind of stuck their neck out for me based on my reputation when I was a student there. So I was lucky to get that job and get a foot in the door, but there was just a lot of unpredictability. Probably the first three or four years I was teaching, it was every year at the end of the year, it was just a lot of unknowns. If I was gonna have a position again and I had to teach a lot of different things and take on some tough assignments. And I think also being young was sometimes hard. I taught high school first and there was no one in my building that worked there that was closer in age to me than the seniors. Like I was only five years older than them and then the closest staff member to me in age was seven years older than I was. So. It was good because I felt like I could connect with my students, but it was also challenging to, I don't know, get them to see me as an authority figure and also in some ways to get other, my colleagues to take me seriously. So how has your psychology degree, degree made a difference in your life and your passion for teaching? My interest in psychology, I think has helped me, it helps me remember that personality is a real thing, just for starters. and. Certain people, they learn differently, they see the world differently, and it helps me remember that, that that's okay, but that it really matters then how you approach different people. Um, and learning about the different ways the mind works has given me, I think, the opportunity to develop more empathy and patience and just a different perspective, both in my professional life and in my personal life in dealing with some of my personal relationships. Um, I think also it's benefited me. Okay, and so how do you use psychology when teaching students? That's an interesting question. Interesting question. Well, yeah, obviously, you know, I use all of my mind control powers on them daily, regularly. 
Uh, it helps me remember that there's this idea of goodness of fit in psychology, and it, it, it's a kind of a parenting more concept, but that people, despite you know nature versus nurture, it's a balance, and people do have particular personalities, and sometimes what works with one kid or one person doesn't work with other kids based on their personality. So some kids need you to approach them differently in order to help them you know, really learn and be successful and to build a relationship with them. I think building a relationship is one of the number one most important things when teaching students and some kids, depending on their personality, the way in is different. And there's some kids that no matter what, it's gonna be hard to click with. And I think that's true with people too. Yeah, I think it, it makes all the difference when a student likes the teacher, because if you don't really like the teacher, you don't like the class, and then you know, if someone asks you, hey, what's your favorite class? It's not that class because you don't like the teacher. Maybe you love you know, humanities, but you don't like the humanities teacher, and then... Wait, what are you, you trying know, to say, Colin? No, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yes. It's, it's just if you don't like the teacher, you don't like the class, and yeah. so I think that's, that's very... Uh, important that you try to relate with students and I think that makes a big difference when um, you know in the long run when they're getting homework and grades and things like that yeah I think that there's also a certain I don't know if you don't like the person that you're learning from it makes you sort of close-minded to a lot of the things that they have to say and so like I said just trying to build a relationship with them so they feel like I'm invested in them and then maybe hopefully it will help them be more invested in my class and in learning from me um, and I think also that my, when I consider this, my psychology background, um, knowing developmentally where my students are at in middle school, a lot of them are just starting to develop the ability to be real abstract thinkers. And some people are really stuck in that concrete place. And so sometimes can feel really frustrating trying to get students to think of more abstract, complex topics. But you just kind of have to remember, like, that's where they're at, and it might take them longer to get there, and then that's okay. So is there a particular experience that has helped you enhance your teaching ability and ways to connect with each student? I would say that uh, before I was a teacher, I was a coach. I coached when I was in college. I coached um, high school volleyball. And starting as a coach, I think, helped me learn ways to connect with different students, and it really gave me a passion for sharing knowledge with kids. So what do you love most about your work and how have students inspired you? Oh, every year, uh, every year, it seems like when I start the year, I'm excited, but I'm always kind of sad uh, that the year previous is over because every year, every kid, their story and their talents and their spirit, it just challenges and motivates you to be better um i think so i was kind of we were talking about this earlier right but every year when new kids start you're kind of nervous and not so sure and then as you get to know them and get to know them as learners and have to develop your craft in ways to reach them um it just that's kind of inspiring like i feel like i'm always working on being a better teacher because every year there's new kids to teach. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So I, I know that uh, you do teach leadership, right? I, um, well, I help advise our leadership group here. I don't teach the class, but I help advise our leadership group here at Conestoga. Okay. Well, what leadership <laughs> skills do you teach your students for them to be successful? And what do you really 
um, you know, try to endorse or push on to, you know, your classes about leadership? I think the most important skill that I really want my students to walk away from is uh, learning how to advocate for themselves and speak up for themselves when they need help in a way that's respectful. Self-advocacy is something that as they move forward, they're at a place in their life where they're not little kids anymore, but they're not quite sure yet how to talk to adults. And seventh grade is the perfect time to start developing that. I also think initiative is a really important skill that good leaders have and that I would like to see students uh, take on a little bit more. How do you solve your own problems? How do you help yourself? I think there's some learned helplessness because again, they are just transitioning from being children to being more responsible, I don't want to say adults, but adult-like people. And learning how to take initiative and solve your own problems when you are capable of doing that, I think is really important. Yeah, I think so too. What do you feel is the biggest obstacle holding students back from learning today? That question is, I feel like, really big because it depends on the kid. I think in general, there's a lot of maybe what's perceived as apathy. I think maybe there might be more kids who want to learn but don't always know how to access it. But it it reads as apathy. A lot of people will complain about, well, that students not necessarily invested in their own learning so they don't try, which could be true because I think that to tell a 12-year-old to learn stuff that's going to benefit them down the road like five years or 10 years, that's a long way away, even next year, to tell a kid that like what you're learning this year is gonna set you up for success in high school. For some students, it's a long way into the future. So giving them that perspective to be invested in their own learning, um, I think is, I don't know, really important and a real challenge. So to conclude the topic of education and teaching in the classroom, is there any more you'd like to say on how your students inspire you? I just really love I love being a teacher because I feel like I'm in the business of you know helping make people and helping people figure out who it is they want to be and sometimes they do really cool things you know like make their own podcast and it's yeah see and um I don't know just every day I'm so inspired by what they bring to the classroom all right so moving on to a broader topic about uh, our education system uh, what challenges do we face in our current education system, and how do you wish it was different? That's okay. I we know. have 10 minutes. You can answer broad. A ten, a ten, I'm supposed to talk about this for 10 minutes. No. Uh, no, I got you. Yeah, thing. I got it. Um, there, it's hard to pinpoint uh, what the one you know big challenge is. I don't think there is a place in our system to be like, oh, if we just fixed that one thing, it would all of the problems would go away. Um, of course, I wish personally, this is just like kind of a personal thing, I wish that maybe I had more, I had fewer students so that I had more energy to invest in each student individually because sometimes I feel guilty because there's so many kids in my classroom that some, I don't always get to connect with every kid every day. And I think that that's hard because I want them to know that I care about them. Um, so in that respect, I think there are a lot of kids coming to us sometimes with a lot of pretty big needs or 
different needs to help them be successful in the classroom. But when there are so many students that need really particular things, it's hard to make sure that everyone's getting what they need. Anything else you'd like to say about our education system before we move on to parting thoughts? Uh, I also think that despite all of the challenges we face, you know, the everyone always talks about how we're underfunded and we're underperforming and all of these things. I think it's really important for me personally to keep a really optimistic attitude about it because every day this is where I have to not have to, sorry. Every day this is where I come to invest my time. This is what I choose every day to do with my life. And if I came to work feeling like I was fighting a losing battle all the time, it would make it really, really challenging. Okay, and so for parting thoughts, if you could wish anything for your students, what would it be? I would hope for them that they find whatever it is they love to do and be able to pursue that. And I would hope that they would see how education and a love for learning would benefit them long term. I love all of them. I want them all to be successful and I want them all to make the world a better place because ultimately the kids who are in my class are going to be responsible for taking care of the world once like, you know, I'm older and I want them to like, you know, make a good world for me so that when I'm retired, it's like, you know, good thing to enjoy. Right, Colin? Right? Yeah. yeah. Right? I'm just saying. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. And what I appreciated about having you as a teacher was that you had a very engaging teaching style and you had a very positive classroom environment. You were able to, Colin. you know, deal with conflict easily oh, and Colin. effectively. And so it was really fun to be in class with you last year. But anyway, so thank you so much. Oh, Colin. I was nervous, but I'm glad I did this. I'm glad I did it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you so much. Do you have a sign off? Do you say like, Colin, out? No. I didn't either. think so. I didn't see that for you. So I was convinced by the guest to do a lightning round. Yeah, bonus lightning reel. round. Yeah, absolutely. This is right. This is in my wheelhouse. That's right. This is perfection. So she wanted to do word association. Mm -hmm. I'm so really good at this. I got to think fast for this. So let's start out with red. Fire engine. Devil. Oh, I like that. Where's Prada? Loud. Obnoxious. Romance. Oh, love. Fiction. A fact. Enemy. Ooh, I don't want to name names. Um, I'm just gonna keep that to myself. It's a secret. My secret nemesis. Nemesis. I like that. I like that word better than enemy. Trust. Oh, loyalty. Crazy. <laughs> you know, I like this lightning round, but the first one that comes to mind is like, no, don't say that. <laughs> no. Don't say that. <laughs> Trust. Friend. Betray. Ooh. That Light. Part. Darkness. Okay, seek. <laughs> Hide and go seek. Hide. Glow. Oh, well, I feel like I glow. Also, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, are you familiar with them? Oh, no. Well, learn about it. It's really You'll great. You'll have to tell it's me about that. Learn about it. That's really great. Okay, heavenly. Oh, you know, to me, like, what would be really heavenly is just like, I like a day where there, you don't have to do anything. Like, I know people have these big ideas about, like, what's perfect, but I just, like, just no obligations. That would really be heavenly. What about 
the beach. Oh, what do I think of when I think of the beach? Vacation. There you go. Yeah, heck yeah. Netflix. Oh, binging. Maybe, you know, when you're relaxing, you don't have anything to do and you just binge. Ice. Winter. Winter's coming. That's right. Snow day. Snow day. I know. That was really nice last year. We had a like, few snow days. It was okay that the year got extended a bit because I like that little peaceful, relaxing, calm I break like in the middle. I like snow days. Real adults don't like snow days because they have to go do stuff. Well, that's true. But I love a snow day because I don't have to get to come here i don't i don't right i don't have to go to work that's not bad right it's a free bonus day create oh inspire innovate every day i like that i like innovate i like that word prosper prosper success curious inquiring and this is gonna be your favorite one of the day probably cat oh cat is my brand i am a cat lady it's my I'm like part cat also, so when we talk about me relaxing and not doing anything, I like literally like follow sunbeams around my house and just sit in them. <laughs> like I'm part cat. It's ridiculous. So how many cats do you have? Just two. That's normal. Yeah. I people, have two cats. People always ask that like they're, like I'm going to say 18. Like I, two. Two is a normal amount of cats. It's perfectly reasonable. It's just my brand. Yeah. It's fine. Sneaky. Ooh, like a fox. Deadly. I think of snakes. I don't know. That's my association. Smart. Oh, me, first of all. Question. Answer. Career. Necessary. Shiver. Frozen. Empty. I don't like that word. Empty, that's a sad word. It is. It's really sad. It's really sad. Really took a turn. Stars. Night. Vacation. Yeah, I want to do that. Exactly. ASAP. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Colin, that was fun. Colin, I, I need to do this with my that other That was guests. fun. That was fun. My other you're guests. welcome for giving you that great idea. Yeah. Also, you're welcome. I'll start doing lightning rounds now. Also, every episode. Also, you're welcome, Colin's listeners, for inspiring him to do lightning rounds. Getting better every day. We're working yeah. on it. We are working on Getting it. Stronger every Getting day. Getting stronger <laughs> every day. I like that. That's even yeah. better. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming oh, on the show. I really Colin. had a good time. I had a good time too. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's our show. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher for an episode every Sunday. Be sure to leave a rating and review in the comments section on colintalk.org or Apple Podcasts to be featured on our website's testimonials. I'm Colin, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.